Hey, what's good everybody? It's your girl V and I am back yet again with another episode of Love V Talks. Before we get started, you already know, please do not forget to follow your girl on Instagram and Twitter at Love V Talks. And if you are on Facebook, request to be a member of my private Facebook group, Love V Talks. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you guys who have been following me, listening to me. I love you from the bottom of my heart. Without you, I don't know where I would be. You guys keep me motivated and I just want to say thank you. So I wanted to piggyback off of an episode that I did earlier this year, I believe either back in March or April, and I got a lot of responses for it. And the title of it is, Why Do They Move On So Fast?, And basically, it discusses worrying about, you know, a relationship ending and wondering why the other person moved on so quickly, how they started dating or got into another relationship so quickly. And I was scrolling on Facebook or Instagram, I can't remember which one. And there was a young lady that was doing an interview on a podcast. And she was talking about this idea of closure. And I thought since I got so many responses from this episode, that I would discuss closure. Because obviously, if you're worried about your ex partner moving on quickly after the relationship ends, obviously, you know, you you want some type of closure, you want some type of answers, because otherwise, you wouldn't be worried about why they moved on so fast, because at this point, the relationship has ended. So I can say from my own personal experience, when I was searching for closure, and just to clarify, you guys, um, the responses that I received, a lot of people were talking to me about you know, a recent breakup that they experienced and how they felt like the other person moved on really quickly. They don't understand why they they have all these unanswered questions. They have so many question marks. And I wanted to focus on closure because something that this young lady said in this podcast, and I really wish I knew who it was, but Something that she said really made sense. She was talking about how searching for closure is honestly a selfish thing. And it's a make-believe thing that a lot of us feel like we need in order to move on. And the biggest question mark is what if? What if you don't get the answers that you need? What if you do get the answers that you feel like you need? Then what? Like after that, what is the next step? What are you searching for when you say you need closure? When you say you need answers, what good would it do? What would you do with this information? So I can say from my own personal experience, from a relationship, and y'all know I've talked about this plenty of times, listened to some old episodes. I've talked about my own personal experience plenty of times, but, you know, relationship that I was in for quite some time. And this person never had an issue with finding another partner. It was like every time we had a serious breakup, somebody else was already in the picture. Now, whether they were there before the relationship ended, I don't even want to go there, y'all. But <laughs> but I will say for sure that this person always had a backup plan, no matter what. Meeting families, friends, loved ones, they're literally already out the door, right? And so... When that last breakup that we had where we did not get back together ever, I felt like 
I needed closure. I did the first time, but the second time, because in my mind, I knew it was like over, over. I think that I was so focused and I felt so blindsided that I thought if I could just get that one piece of information, that clarification from why the relationship ended, why this person makes the decisions that they do, why, 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 then it would help me move forward. And every single time we would have a conversation, sometimes it would be like an hour long or something like that. And I was, I had the ability to like ask as many questions as I wanted. We had an open discussion and I might've felt good initially after talking, but then my mind would go back to asking questions it always felt like an empty void. And I think that closure is something that we don't need. I think that we try to force ourselves or we believed that we made ourselves believe that we needed closure. Because if you think about it, what would you do? Literally, think about it. What would you do if the other person did not give you closure? Would you not move on at all? Will you try to search answers, you know, from somewhere else? Like literally, what would you do? And so the closure that you need is number one, the relationship is over. It's done. Now, whether you guys decide to get back together that, you know, only the future will tell, only time will tell. But, you know, really, you shouldn't even be focused on that. Honestly, your main focus is what to do now. And the more you search for answers, the more you're going to have question marks. Believe me, trust me, from personal experience, from others, people email me all the time, people DM me all the time, and trust me when I tell you this, you're going to always search for answers. And one thing that I tell people all the time, number one, I'm not a therapist, okay? But one thing that I tell people all the time is when you start to focus more on yourself, you answer your own questions, a lot of times we know the answers, we just don't want to accept them, right? Which is why when people search for closure, you end up with more question marks because you don't, either you don't comprehend what they're saying or it's not enough. Like you feel like it, it's, it's supposed to fill an empty void. It's not. Your closure, I'll say this again, your closure is the relationship ending, Relationship is no longer. You spent time with this person. Y'all shared some things together. Now it's time to move forward. I tell people this all the time. And the responses that I get pretty mixed. Because I think especially when it comes to like traumatic endings, traumatic relationships, things that, you know, have to do with abuse, you have children and now it's like custody battles, things like that, where it starts to get messy. I completely understand where people are coming from and their frustrations and, you know, the question marks there. And it, it makes total sense to me. But the bottom line is the relationship has ended and that is your closure. The relationship is gone. It's no longer, you know, don't bring life to it. Now, I just know from my own experience, you know, I drove myself crazy trying to look for answers from that person. And 
you know, this person had hurt me tremendously. And so searching for answers from someone that hurt you, and it, and it could be a other way around, right? Like you could have did something horrible and the, that, that other person, you know, on the, the receiving end of the hurt ended the relationship. And now you're trying to find answers, right? It could be the other way around. But I know, like, from my experience, it was a traumatic thing. And, um, you know, it's like you'll never really get answers. The only time you'll probably get answers, especially when you're talking about traumatic endings to, like, very traumatic, traumatizing uh, relationships, therapy, being around people you love, journaling, things that are going to create healing. Because asking the person that hurt you for closure is literally not going to help you. They may say sweet things to you like, oh, I love you, but I had to move on or whatever the case may be. But it's not going to be of any benefit to you. You know, I do think that it is normal to want to, you know, to have questions that you feel like need to be answered. But accepting that you may not get the answers that you want or need will help you a lot more. And sometimes, sometimes people come back a year later, or years later, or a few months later after the relationship ended where everybody is calmer, you know, you've moved on, um, you're focusing on the right things, and then y'all are able to come back and like have that discussion, Right. But don't really count on that either, because the main component, the main thing that you should focus on is you. I messed up really, really badly when I did not do this initially with the breakup that I had with the relationship that I was in for a few years. I was going insane, y'all like I was having a hard time adjusting because number one, I had moved away from my family, away from a lot of my friends. I felt like I was alone. I didn't like my job at all. It was very, very stressful. And I did not feel like I was very embarrassed. So like I couldn't really be honest with my family and friends about where I was emotionally. And so it was very difficult because during that time I was debating on if I should move you know, or if I should stay where I was, but there was nothing there, you know, where I was living. And so I said all that to say, focus on yourself. That's the bottom line. Um, a lot of people ask, why did they move on so fast? Because usually what people do, people do several different things. And number one, um, and these aren't in any particular order or anything, but sometimes people move on very quickly because they don't want to have to deal with the emotional strain or the emotional work that it takes to get over a breakup. They would much rather just get under new people as quickly as possible. Number two, they could have already been emotionally attached to another person. Like they legitimately started another relationship, which I think is probably harder for people to, to accept because you know, that person may appear happy, but usually I'm going to say this. Okay. Usually people who are serial daters who do that in their relationships, they don't normally grow up. 
The reason why they don't grow up is because they never really spend time by themselves. And we can have another discussion later about this. But usually people who are a little bit healthier emotionally, they take time. They go through the grieving process of the relationship. Then acceptance and I'm not saying I'm in any particular order but basically the stages of getting over a breakup you're not just getting over the person you're getting over the union like the unit union itself like when people say when a marriage is broken up it's a, a death of a family or um a relationship it's very true because whatever you have with that person isn't a thing anymore it's, it's not even just about the person, but it's about what you had with the person. And so, um, you know, a lot of times people don't want to put in the, the work. That's why you have a lot of damaged people going into relationships because they don't even take the time out to even get over the first situation. So they're bringing in the trauma from the previous, you know, situation and they're doing it over and over and over and over again and usually people like that they don't grow up emotionally because they don't even take the time to do so you know because they don't even know themselves at that point how could you when you're always with someone constantly you know and then it, it does take a lot of legwork to get to know a new person so the sheer fact that that person can quickly hop into a serious relationship after a serious relationship is scary <laughs> and I would not worry about it I would not worry about someone moving on from me if I were you okay and I, I also say this from personal experience I would not worry about it because that doesn't necessarily mean that they're number one doesn't mean that they're over you and number two you don't want somebody like that. You don't want somebody so emotionally immature that they're constantly searching for validation in relationships. That's not something that you want. That is not someone that you want. So I don't know if this helps anybody feel better, but I'm telling you right now from experience and from what I've seen and from the things that people tell me all the time, you do not want somebody like that because they are very, very, very emotionally immature. Another reason why people move on is because they want to find somebody else to have sex with. It's not really anything serious. It's just they want to have sex. They want a, a, one part of a relationship that people like is sex. So, you know, the least you can do if you don't find a partner that you are connected with emotionally, the least you can do is to find somebody to have sex with on a regular basis. Right. Because it takes time to build a relationship with somebody get to know them, go out on dates, and then, like, get intimate or, like, have sex, you know? So sometimes people literally do it for that reason. They like to jump into it because they want someone to have sex with on a regular basis. People like sex. It's a de-stressor. It, it gets you relaxed, you know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't – I said all that to say I would not focus on the other person. I would not focus on – on why they moved on so fast because that's not important what is important is what you have now which is you yourself and I that's what you need to be focused on surround yourself with people you love that love you that will make you happy do things that you love and that's another thing too and I want to talk about this as well in, in a future episode but People have a tendency to like stop doing things that they love to fully focus on a relationship. 
And I think that's why a lot of times breakups are a little bit harder for certain people because they stop their entire life to dedicate to a relationship. That's not really a good thing because you want to be yourself. You want to enjoy time with your friends and family. Very understandable that you put a lot of time and focus on a relationship, right? Because if this is the person that you're going to be with, spend your life with, it's important to prioritize them. But you also have to prioritize yourself. Continue to do things that you love. You may have to put things in a different, like, you know, um, prioritize things a little bit differently. But do not completely stop doing the things that you love to be with someone that's not really healthy. That's not really always a good thing. So you want to do things that you love because once you do that you're gonna have an yes a breakup is hard but at least you'll have something to hold on to when the relationship ends if the relationship ends that way you're not completely dependent on someone for your happiness tell me what you guys think about what we talked about today Please do not forget to follow your girl on Instagram and Twitter at Lovey Talks. And if you are on Facebook, request to be a member of my private Facebook group, Lovey Talks. Until next time, I love y'all. Bye.